Well, hello, everyone. This is Craig Ballantyne from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com here with another seven-day fat-burning coaching guide with our Happy Valentine's Day edition. Now, as you know, we celebrate Valentine's Day every year here at Turbulence Training, and this year we've celebrated with an intense workout called the Valentine's Day Muscle Massacre, which is now available for all Turbulence Training members to pick up as their workout of the month. It's pretty cool. It's very intense, as you know. It, uh, or as you may not know, it is done by Bragg's Calentine, which uh, this is his second workout, and he did the Resistance Evil program, which got a lot of rave reviews from people because it is a very intense workout. And this is an advanced program, and it includes our 10-minute squat program, which you're going to find quite difficult. So if you really want something advanced, make sure you pick that up. Again, it's available to all members in the member area at tcmembers.com. Now, I just got back from a great time in uh, Florida down at Walt Disney World. The weather wasn't so great. It was a little chilly and rainy, but I had some good times with my friends, Joel Marion, Vince Domani, Pedro Skoulian, Alex Morocco, uh, Vince's wife Flavia was there. She's awesome. Isabel didn't make it, unfortunately, but I'm trying to think of who else was there. That would really get you guys excited. Um... I can't really think of anybody else, but there were quite a few people there, but those are my main cronies that I was hanging around with, and we did have a good time, and I went to Gold's Gym in Orlando, which is one of my favorite things to do, generally, is to go to Gold's Gym when I'm on the road, because I like training there, it's the right attitude, allows me to do all the stuff that I want, and the Gold's Gym in Orlando is probably one of the best Gold's Gyms I've ever been to, it's very big, it's got tons of great stuff in there, it has all the, the neat stuff like the TRX and it has classes for those people who like classes, and then it also has the weights that you can lift, the heavy weights, that is, and they allow you to do everything. They even have a deadlift platform, which I thought was very cool. Next weekend, uh, this weekend I'm home, but next week and next weekend I'm going to go down south again, this time to Panama City. My first time there should be entertaining, uh, meeting up with some guys I, I have a different business with outside of the fitness industry, and we'll be hanging out there and and they have a little seminar going on that I'll be attending. So that is a completely different thing than fitness, but I'll be down there doing my fitness thing and eating well, I'm sure, because I bet there is lots of great fruits and vegetables in Panama for me and other good foods, and hopefully, I haven't looked online for a Gold's Gym yet, but I'm imagining there probably is one there, and I can't wait to hit it. I have lots and lots of travel coming up this year, and uh, I'll be telling you about that in a bit. But my friend Alan Cosgrove had something to say in one of his emails, and I thought it was really important to pass on to you. He said, we have already passed one full month into 2011. We're now one-tenth of the way to 2012. 90% to go, 10% down. It's never too late to make massive changes, take action. So it doesn't have to be January 1st for you to make changes. If you're struggling, if you want to make some changes, you can still do it now. All right, so I hope that you are going to make some changes today. All right, so let's get started with this week's Transformation Guide. Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day across the world. Now, everyone loves Valentine's Day, of course, and I've mentioned the program that is out. We're also going to be having a big sale on the TT for Abs DVDs this week if you haven't got those already. Now, last Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday, and I thought it was fitting to post a couple of Vince Lombardi quotes on my Facebook pages. And so I'm going to give you two quotes from him. The first one is, 
we would accomplish many more things if we did not think of them as impossible. So I'm sure Pittsburgh Steelers fans uh, didn't think a comeback was impossible, and they almost made it last week. And so that's very important that you always have the mindset of you can accomplish anything. And next, another quote from Lombardi who said, Dictionary is the only place that success comes before work. Hard work is the price we must pay for success. I think you can accomplish anything if you're willing to pay the price. All right, into our training tips of the week. As I mentioned last week, I had a great workout at Gold's Gym. And then I went to Starbucks with my friend Bedros, who runs a blog called ptpower.com, which helps personal trainers get more clients. So if you're a trainer, you definitely want to check out his stuff. And we went to Starbucks, and he showed me that if you go to Starbucks, you can get oatmeal made there with protein in it. And that was a really good after-training meal. Now, my workout that day was box squats and good mornings and reverse lunges, and I had a really good workout there. And I'm going to be sharing with you my entire new workout next week. And later on in this call, I'm going to share with you a workout I did for men's health. But that's what I did there at Gold's Gym in Orlando. It was a lower body workout. My legs were pretty sore up until today even, uh, Thursday, so several days later. All right, so let's take a look at our research review of the week. This one comes from Medicine, Science, and Sports and Exercise in 2008, and it's called Intermittent versus continuous exercise, the effects of perceptually lower exercise in obese women. So they wanted to figure out if women, what women thought was harder, the continuous or intermittent exercise, intermittent being interval-type training. And they had 20 obese women, or sorry, 40 obese women. 20 of them had diabetes and 20 of them didn't, but they had 40 women put into training programs. And what they did was they had them exercise about half an hour a week or a day, three days per week for 10 weeks. And what they found was that when they did short burst intermittent exercise, interval type training, that that actually was easier. And that's what the subjects reported, that the interval training felt easier than continuously exercising at a certain pace. Now, both of the groups had significant improvements in their health and fitness, but the most important thing was that interval training was easier, probably even more enjoyable than doing exercise at a continuous pace. So, you know, when I've done interval training, and I've done a lot of it, I find the workout goes faster because I'm going up and down, and I'm not just, you know, slogging along at a continuous pace. People like the variety in their programs, and that's why people stick to interval training better and get more results. All right, into Wednesday's workout tip. This is a bonus workout that I contributed to a, a book called The Big Book of Exercises that was put out by Men's Health a couple of years ago. And we called this one the Total Body Arms Workout because it's a total body workout with a little bit of arm training in it. So it's a little bit meatheadish. And even the upper body exercises that are used in here really work on the arms. So there's two workouts. There's a workout A and a workout B and you're just alternate between the two of them. And in the first workout, you're going to do a barbell deadlift for eight reps. Then you're going to follow that with a single-arm dumbbell shoulder press. So that's one of my favorite supersets, deadlift plus a press. Then in the next superset, you're going to do dumbbell split squat paired with a close grip push-up. So your hands are going to be shoulder-width apart, and you do as many reps as possible for that close grip push-up. And then you're going to finish off 
with lying dumbbell tricep extension. Now, you can also pair a bicep curl in there as well. Or you can do that as an entire giant circuit if you'd prefer. Now, workout B, you're going to do kneeling, underhand grip, lat pull-down. If you can't do chin-ups, now, if you can do chin-ups, go ahead and do that. But if you can't, you're going to do kneeling, so kneeling in front of a cable stack, underhand grip, pull-downs. And that's a nice little place to get started if you can't do chin-ups. That's a really good introduction exercise. Then you're going to do stability ball leg curl for 15 reps and pair those. Then you're going to pair dumbbell step-ups and stability ball rollouts. And you're going to finish off this workout with dumbbell curls if you want, or you can move those dumbbell curls to that first workout. So that's an interesting little workout there, total body arm workout program that you can use. And you can find that in a great book called The Big Book of Exercises. There's like 600 different exercises in that book, and it was done by my friend Adam Campbell at Men's Health Magazine. All right, into Trainer Thursday, I want to give you a research study today about kettlebell training. So if you're a trainer and you're not using kettlebell training, you really should because this study shows that kettlebell training is very effective for strength and endurance. And now everybody knows that training hard is going to give you improvements in your health and fitness. But this one actually went and said, hey, you know, anybody who's still skeptical, take a look at the fitness improvements you can get from kettlebell training. So it was done by a guy named Kenneth Jay, who's a really big uh, superstar in the world of kettlebell training. And he wanted to take a look at what would happen if you had a workplace, basically a company, use kettlebell training to improve the endurance and, and health performances of their subjects, or of their um, employees. So what they did was they had uh, 40 adults, about 44 years of age, mostly women, um, and they had them do a kettlebell program three times per week for eight weeks. And they had a control group as well. And they found that, uh, you know, first of all, these women came into the program with some neck and shoulder pain, but that decreased, and low back pain decreased, and the training group increased muscle strength. But they didn't increase their aerobic fitness with this kettlebell pro program. But they did help strengthen their upper back and get rid of some pain and improve their lower back uh, pain as well. So some strength gains, some pain reduction from kettlebell training. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, that Kenneth J. Guy has some really cool stuff on improving fitness with extreme kettlebell workouts. So if you're into kettlebell training, check out Kenneth J.'s stuff. Check out dragondoor.com. And also check out kettlebellworkouts.com, which is run by my friend Chris Lopez. All right, into Facebook Friday. And the question that we have today is, what's the first thing I should do when I start turbulence training? Well, anytime you start a fat loss program, there's a few things that you should do. And they're very simple. But they're really going to help you get a lot more results. And the first one is you should round up a social support team of friends, family, health professionals, uh, a workout buddy, people at work who can be nutrition buddies. You need all these people, as many as possible, because there's going to be a lot of other people out there who are going to be trying to make you uh, sacrifice on your programs and on your goals. So make sure you make a list of everyone who's going to be positive support and spend more time with them. The next thing you need to do is simply improve your diet to eat more whole natural foods. Every day you want to fill up as many vegetables as possible, a couple pieces of fruit like blueberries, apples, grapefruit, and you want to have lean proteins at most meals. 
You want to eat fiber-rich snacks like almonds. You want to drink green tea to help you reduce hunger between meals. And you want to replace high-calorie beverages with the green tea. So the almonds will help you reduce hunger. The green tea is going to replace high-calorie beverages. And you're just going to be healthier overall with that eating pattern. It's very, very simple. You don't have to never eat a piece of bread again unless you really want to. But you do need to have very simple behaviors that will help you get success. And I mentioned last week a lot of tips from that switch book. And in the upcoming email, I'll be going over those in more detail just to show you how little changes in your environment and little changes in your routines and habits and maybe even making a checklist of what you should be doing every day, those things can be so dramatic and powerful to help you make changes in your nutrition. And then finally, the third thing, you want to commit to a consistent exercise program of resistance training and interval training. You'll enjoy it more. You'll get more results than doing long, slow cardio. Just use the turbulence training programs. If you're new to training, you want to start with the beginner workout. If you're more advanced, you start with the intermediate, and then you can work your way through the advanced, and you can even work your way up one day to using the Bragg Calentine's programs of Resistance Evil and the Valentine's Tape and Muscle Massacre, which is so goofy, but uh, I like to have fun with the programs. You know, bottom line is don't overthink things too much. Everything else besides those three things is just minor details. Making sure you have social support, being consistent with your training, and eating whole natural foods are the three most important things you need to do. Anyways, I'm doing a lot more question and answer periods over on my Facebook page, so make sure you join us at TurbulenceTrainingFanPage.com. Just look up Turbulence Training on there on uh, Facebook and you'll find us, and you can have your question answered anytime. Now into Social Sports Saturday. Here's a quote from one of my most influential books, Man's Search for Meaning, and the author is Viktor Frankl, and he said, the one thing you can't take away from me is the way I choose to respond to what you do to me. The last of one's freedoms is to choose one's attitude in any given circumstance. And I was really, really moved by this book. The first time I read it, I've read it twice now. I've uh, gone to Poland and visited Auschwitz, uh, where he was interned in, in World War II. And really, after you've read that book, you really... You know, you really can't be too stressed out by all the things that are going on in your life because I don't know how many people have had it harder than those people back then. And, you know, what they went through and their spirit to survive, it really should impress upon us that we should be able to cope with anything that comes our way. And I believe it should be mandatory reading for everyone, especially if you have kids. Make them read it, but read it first, of course. And then realize that, you know, Blaming others, blaming the past is pointless. we got to get over things that have happened. We can't change that. And no matter what the world throws at us today, we're going to be able to handle it awesomely, and we're going to emerge from this day and every other day a better and stronger person. So just taking a positive attitude into everything that comes our way is a much, much better approach to life than being negative and trying to find excuses and blaming others because that's not going to get us anywhere. So be positive. And remember the the quote from Vince Lombardi at the start of our call where he said we would accomplish many more things if we did not think of them as impossible. Never give up hope, no matter what. And then finally, into Sunday, our plan shop and prepare day, we have another workout or another question that said, what is the best pre-workout nutrition? 
And should I eat carbs in the morning and protein at night? Well, here's the truth. Assuming you aren't about to go and run more than 15 miles, you really don't need to get too picky about what you eat before training. You just want to, you know, if you want to work out first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, that's fine. You're not going to lose muscle mass. You're not going to have incredibly more fat loss. Really, it's all about those three consistent rules I mentioned before. So just eat what you're comfortable eating before a workout and never force calories into your body if you are in a fat loss program. Don't feed force or force feed yourself carbohydrates because you read you must have carbs before a workout, especially if those carbohydrates cause you to go over a daily calorie limit. Now, here's the, the dirty, dark secret of a lot of pre-workout and post-workout nutrition information. A lot of this stuff has been done on high-level endurance athletes. So people that are training for marathons, they've done research on them because most of the researchers were marathon runners and they really just wanted to figure out what's going to be best for their own training. And so they did all this research back in the 70s and 80s and 90s, and fat loss articles went and took that pre-workout and post-workout nutrition that was meant for 10-mile, 15-mile running and started applying it to people who were just doing 30- to 45-minute workouts on their own for fat loss. And that's a complete disconnect because the runners obviously need far more calories, whereas a fat loss person doesn't. And a runner is going to be training high mileage almost every day, where a fat loss person is not. And so you really need to be very critical of the pre- and post-workout nutrition recommendations that come your way. And listen, finally, if you fall off the wagon, and I know a lot of people did last weekend because they do every weekend of the year, just don't worry about it too much. Okay, cut your losses. Get right back on track immediately. It's minor, minor damage that can be dealt with. You can't gain 10 pounds of body fat in a weekend. You might gain a few pounds because of fluid retention, but really, if a pound of body fat is 3,500 calories, you'd have to overeat by 15,000 calories just to gain 5 pounds of fat. And that's very, 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 very difficult. So realize the 5 pounds you may have gained from a weekend has a lot to do with fluid retention probably because you're eating a lot of junk with salt in it and therefore maintaining, re retaining a lot of that fluid. So a weekend doesn't ruin everything. Just make the right decision next time and keep moving forward towards your goals. All right? So hopefully that helped you this week with your Valentine's Day Fat Loss Guide. I really hope you enjoy the new workout if you get a chance to do it. And speaking of new workouts, next week I'll be going over my new workout in the training tips section. We're going to talk about a research review about getting paid to shed pounds see if that helps or not. And for nutrition, we will talk about percentages of protein and carbs that should be in your diet. So as you know, I'm a pretty general guy when it comes to eating whole natural foods, and we don't get too worried about the right percentages, but we will talk about that a little bit next week. So until then, I hope you have an amazing seven days of fat loss. I hope you have an amazing Valentine's Day week, and I hope that wherever you are, those pounds keep coming off and you get keep getting leaner, whether you're getting ready for summer or whether you're enjoying summer right now. So, everyone, this is Craig Ballantyne from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com wishing you a great week. Bye-bye, everyone.